Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Survivor 42. No, what the fuck? 44. What the hell is the matter with me? Back in time. <laughs> 42. Oh, my God. What's his name just got voted out? All right, uh, McFly. Yeah, I just voted out Biff. <laughs> uh, can you tell me who was the second voted out of uh, Survivor 42? Oh, uh, God. Strunk? No. Um, it would have been second. It wasn't Brad Reese that early, right? No, that was 41. Not on that truck. Oh, no. Not on that one. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm not even thinking of the right season. Oh, was it? No, no, it wasn't her. People are screaming at their headphones right now. I am <laughs> currently Googling it. I really, I will want to figure it out before I find it, but I, oh, I got it. It was Mariah. Oh. A predictable vote out, in a way, much like this week, was in Survivor 44. Um, yeah. At a certain, certain point, I started to see it coming. Yeah, it's and interesting. They didn't, they didn't give us a large amount of pushback on what on that, that was going to happen. Uh, Helen was voted out. Mm-hmm. Helen voted out this week. Can I uh, go through a little bit here? Um I have my uh, original rankings. I want to give some apologies to some players, and I want to uh, say that I've been uh, right about a few players, if you don't mind, Joel. Um, rankings from preseason or, or from preseason? Season? Yeah, okay. preseason rankings. Wow, Cody going back on preseason opinions. That is unprecedented. Yeah, I'm going back on some, and I um, hope you applaud me on the first two here. No, you're growing. You're growing. Your brain is developing. Beca- because for Maddie, I gave her one star out of five. I was incredibly low on her. Everyone else was very high. And Helen, I gave two stars out of five, and I was also incredibly low on her. Um, And she was picked quite high um, by the three of you. I uh, So those ones I was correct about. Now, I want to give some apologies after this episode. And the next time on. Kane, I'm apologizing to you. You using that sword on the next time on? You've won me over? I missed that. What did he do? Um, he had uh, the like reward sword or whatever, like which the, I want to talk about. Yeah, the immunity sword, and he was like just kind of like dueling around, saying he's a warrior or something like that. Um, Danny, holy shit, I like Danny. Um, and then lastly, uh, two actually, I was incredibly low on Jamie. I want to apologize for that because Jamie is a very fun character. And then the, uh, or no, Jamie's, yeah, Jamie's a fun character. And then the other person I was low on was Heidi. And we didn't Heidi, see much of her this week. We didn't, but I at, was quite at all. I was quite just, shocked of how athletic she was. Oh, in the challenge. In the challenge, yes. Yeah, so I, um, I think that I owe her an apology as well. So that's well, my. There you go. 
list You're of growing. Do you want to pat me on the back with Helen and Maddie, though, as a reward, as a special little treat for me? Helen and Maddie, what do you mean? That I predicted that they were duds? I don't think that Maddie was a dud. I well, think she was a good first boot. Sure. She was fun. And I, I wish she, I was disappointed when she left. Well, I was correct. That she would go home first? Mm-hmm. You didn't. I listed her as a one star, Joel. You said she was going to be a dud. Yeah, one star out of five. That's a dud. She went home first. Dud. She wasn't a dud. She Get out fun. of here, bozo. She was fun. Ba-boom. She was playing. Ba-boom. Are we? Is this an argument we had last week? I would much rather have a first boot uh, like that than, I don't know, somebody like Chicken. <laughs> who <laughs> Don't, don't come on here insulting like. Chicken now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of first boots. What prompted this? Damn. Hey, Helen said in uh, her um, in her after thing that she was the third voted out. No, you're not. Bruce wasn't voted out. You're second She's voted out. out. She's third out. She said third voted out, though. Wow. You're really low on Helen. Poor <laughs> Helen. Yeah, Helen's get out of human... here. Helen's a human being, my man. Helen's a human being that was going after my dear Carolyn, which we will go into a lot this episode because, oh, my yeah. God, do I love Carolyn. Yeah, I kind of want to get into how Carolyn admitted to searching through her her son's feces to find a tooth. <laughs> as much as I don't want to get scatological on this podcast. Well, let's start with. Um, let's start with the uh first tribe that we don't get a lot of content out of them because they end up winning. Uh, but we yeah. saw a I lot of. I still thought week. that that we we were gonna. I thought that going into the challenge, I was like, "Oh, Kane's a goner." <laughs> I I thought that they might have went to tribal council too. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, I mean, yeah, we we see Matt explaining that he. Uh, used his shot in the dark so as just to give up his own vote. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to uh, show where he stood, uh, which mm-hmm. was very smart because that really hurt Kane a lot. Did we get explained why Brandon was spooked and wanted to play his idol? I heard, I heard him say that he he was he thought he was playing his idol. I, I mean, Maddie had some stuff to say in Exit Press that I I. It doesn't really line up with the story they're telling on the show, I will say. Mm. So Maddie said that Matt tips Brandon off to play his idol. I don't think that was that was said in the show. I believe that to be true as well, based off of what happened last week. And I I uh, stood up for Matthew. You said that he was um, playing Frank with, or. Or what do you say? I don't know. You said that he was playing non-strategically, anyways. Mm. Um, but maybe I, I maybe I just thought he was a bit being a bit chaotic. We didn't see much. We didn't see that perspective. We mostly saw this perspective of Maddie and Lauren last week. You know, we and and Brandon. So we didn't see much of Matt him playing his shot in the dark. I was just like, that's a chaotic move. Um. That made a lot of sense, and I and he said exactly what I said last week, and you said it was speculation, but it ended up being true. Was it still speculation? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I also um took from that tribal council based off of that look that he gave Brandon when he played his shot in the dark, 
Um, and then Brandon played his idol. He right. You were trying to work. say it was the look. That's what I was really pushing back on is that you were telling me that the look that yeah. Matt gave Brandon was the reason he played his idol. <laughs> He's got the look. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't need to reiterate that. And I don't think I'm sorry if I was rude to you last week, which I don't think I was. I think we no. just disagreed. Agreed. No, we dis- we just disagreed, but what I want is for you to get on the Matthew train with me. Matthew uh mail. mail. No, I mean I I'm not on the Matthew train yet. We'll see. I'm I'm willing to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I I wrote down here that I thought that the the shot in the dark thing was a little bit of an overplay, but oh, man. I don't think so. We saw I mean that, did, I, I thought I, well, I wrote this down thinking that it, it might, like, circle back to him. But no, you're right. I was right. I was wrong. I wrote overplay, and I was wrong. Because it does it uh, as much as we saw in the edit, um, uh, it doesn't look like uh, any, any flack was given to Matt. There's a lot of just Kane content, Kane looking for the idol. There was a lot of looking for the idol stuff in this episode. Yeah, I'm from not, I'm not, everyone. I'm not super high on the episode. Uh, mostly for that. I mean, there was some fun stuff in the in the uh, idol looking. Uh, I'm very high on this episode. Um, high on this episode? Yeah, I I liked the uh, idol chaos, and I like how Danny and um and Carolyn successfully did the cage thing. That was that was great to see, and the stress. <laughs> well, we'll get into what Carolyn does differently, but the mm-hmm. contrast between what yeah, both of them did. And and obviously there's lots of contrast the, to what Brandon did as well. Yeah. So, oh yeah, there's and co- the, it, the it was contrast com- there's contrast too between Brandon and Kane, like how much um sorry, not Brandon, Danny and Kane, how much yeah. uh Danny's tribe trusted Danny while he oh, he's probably getting palm fronds and and firewood. It's probably fine. Yeah, <laughs> he's looking for the key, finding the key. Yeah, he pulls off a a a perfect heist. Um, Kane does, and uh, Carolyn not not totally perfect, but but she gets away with it. Danny does, not Kane. What did I say? You said that Kane did. Carolyn. No, you said yeah. Kane compared to Carolyn. But, so, it's not a big deal. I just want to make sure the listeners. When did I say Kane compared to Carolyn? You said instead of Danny, you said that Kane pulled off a perfect off, heist. Yeah, pulled off. The OK, perfect heist. Danny pulled off a perfect yeah. heist. I didn't want to stretch um, on it that much. I just wanted to. No, I was trying clarify. to figure out when I said it. I um, just it was a clarify. while ago. Um, uh, yeah, so Danny pulls off a perfect heist where Carolyn does not. Yeah. Um. So uh we mentioned the Matthew uh talking about not wanting to show his colors Kane kind of feeling on the outs because he's the only one that voted for Brandon we heard that Brandon doesn't trust Kane which makes sense that I think that's what we expected based off of that yeah um I think it seems we... like everybody's it, like everybody's on Kane now he's the easy easy he's on the outs it seems well I mean obviously that can change but uh it seems like everybody is uh he's an he's an outcast. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely feels that way, which is 
um kind of it must be pretty refreshing for lauren because now everyone trusts her they uh see that she lost her vote and i think they believe her because of that she said that she she got her extra vote or did she say yeah she said that she successfully got her extra vote she told them that no she said that in a confessional well what was she saying she has her vote back then she did tell the tribe something after the tribal she says so now i have my vote or yeah, so she's saying now I have my extra vote. Now that she, now she has she can vote. Like she she lost her vote, now she can vote. Okay. So she was just clarifying that she lost one vote like she said in her story, I guess. Okay. Um yeah, there was a moment too where Kane found a crab when he was looking for an idol. And uh Matt and Jamie went to go see the crab and then Matt turns to Jamie and goes he wasn't looking for firewood there and Jamie goes absolutely right absolutely right <laughs> like just agreeing <laughs> with him you're right he's looking for an idol wow it, um it seems like everyone's going to Matthew on this tribe i think that Matthew's like the clear leader of the tribe um i don't see that yet but that's not i'm it's, not it's not because i'm anti Matthew i'm just not seeing that I'm so fucking pissed off. Right I'm so sorry, I'm just not <laughs> seeing it. Um, uh, but apparently in Maddie's exit press, she did say that Jamie was on the outs, mm-hmm. and that's the reason she was so she was on the outs for those first few days, and that's why she was so wanted to play her shot in the dark so badly. Right. <laughs> the edit kind of totally screwed her that way. If that's the case. <laughs> Yeah, it made, made her, her look like a fool. Total random. <laughs> yeah. So that's strange. Uh, but, Paranoia, uh, random. I mean, honestly. Maybe had Bruce not hit his head, we would have had more time for Jamie content. So maybe we can blame Bruce. Yeah, but it seems like they went out of their way to make her just look like a fool. Like, they could have just said, yeah. had someone bring up Jamie's name at one point. Yeah. yeah. They went with the Lauren storyline that people were going for Lauren, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it also, yeah, if, like if Lauren was the vote, Lauren not vote. Oh no, she was banking a vote, but she could have banked a vote at any point, right? Yeah, she didn't have to do at that time, but she yeah. decided to. She must have felt safe too. She must have known that it was between um, uh, Maddie and. Uh, Jamie or thought it was Jamie for sure or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like that's pretty much everything we see from that tribe. Or thought it idol. was Brandon Jamie. Yeah. Idol wise, it was just the idol hunt with Kane. Yeah, that's uh, that is the rest of that tribe, and um, um, it'll be interesting to see them next week as Kane tries to fight off his tribe mates from voting him with a sword. Yeah. I guess right now, let's just talk about that sword idol. <laughs> okay. That is giving them a weapon. Oh, wasn't the idol a gun in Pearl Island? Yeah, a live gun. <laughs> <laughs> An AK. Safe, safety removed. Yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's what that was the idol <laughs> in. There might have been a sword idol in Pearl Island's. This is a big sword. It's a sword and shield. It's a sword and shield, and they separate them. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I uh, I don't mind it. So yeah, it's a it was a sword. The individual immunity was like a sword that they wore over their backs, hmm. and tribal immunity was an axe with a skull through it. In uh, in Pearl Islands, that's pretty cool. So so maybe this is a throwback to old school Survivor, a violent looking uh, um, immunity idol. Yeah, we've been asking for a little bit more old school, so we got a sword. Yeah, so that's what it is. Um, okay, so let's go to. I'm I'm so bad with tribe names this year. Soka, the green tribe. Okay, yeah. So is that, we... is that the the tribe name Soka? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, we get a so, lot of Matthew breakup content in this season. Yeah, we're getting a lot of Matt uh, Blankenship. Math, Matt Blankenship uh, being sad after a breakup, but finding immediate love in Franny. Yeah, like, rebound. This is quick. It, well, how long after the breakup is it? I don't know. He keeps talking about the breakup, so it must be somewhat fresh. fresh. But they didn't break up because he was going on Survivor, so she broke up with him apparently. Yeah, she broke up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's found Franny. Franny's trying to keep distance, but she keeps coming back to him. Yeah, was it high? I think that was Heidi's moment. Was uh, telling her that he's gonna be like, be really lovey dovey with her, but then, uh, like, slit her throat or whatever, like stab her in the back. Yeah. Um. It, so and... yeah, I mean, we don't get. We we see from Franny being like they get along really well, but Matt in his confessional, he's the one getting cute about it. He's the one being like, I like connecting it to his breakup, so it's obviously like a romantic thing. He was talking about his long rod. Yeah, there was that. That's that's very flirty, and and on on a family show. Mm-hmm. That's more smutty than I've ever anything I've ever said on this podcast. That's not true. That is one hundred percent not true. It is. It is true. <laughs> check check the tapes. We uh we had uh Claire commenting on it a lot. It seems like Claire is close to both of them. I th- I was I made a note that uh it seems like Claire is worried for Franny more. Yeah. Wait, more worried for Franny. Also worried probably for her own relationship because with Franny, yes. Yeah, she doesn't want Franny choosing Matt over her. Mm-hmm. Um it seems like that's a destructive thing with that tribe already because you have Danny who's, I guess, doing all the work. Claire said that uh, don't feel like the need for any of us to. I liked that. That was fun. I, Danny. I'm pretty high on Claire. I'm high on Claire. I like her. Yeah. Her, her facial expression when uh, Franny and Matt were being really cute was funny. <laughs> Cut to her being like totally just scowling. I'm like, yeah. I hate that shit too, Claire. Yeah, um, but th- that's where we saw Danny uh, getting um, the idol as well, looking looking around, searching. He was smart. He said that he, he goes out with purpose, but while he's out there, he also has another task at hand, and that's finding the idol, which is always smart. He's actually going out there it, looking for things. It is. It's a good strategy, the Danny strategy of... Being a provider first, making your tribe believe that you're a provider. So you have an explanation. So it's not like, I mean, 
that's the thing with like when the nerds go and do it, like a Kane or a Steven Fishback or a Jason um uh what was his... no, remember Jason no. from thirty nine who got in trouble? Oh yeah. And Mike White got in Mike trouble White. as well. I mean, it's like when the nerds are out for a while, nobody's like, Oh yeah, they're getting firewood. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like Danny... Where's the twerp? He's probably looking for firewood. No, but Danny has this like uh, airtight alibi of providing for the tribe. Yeah, based off of what they're saying, too, like they're like, he never stops. He's go, 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 working for them mm-hmm. and working for their camp. So he must not be out there very long. He must be like, oh, got to go back with the stuff. Go back out there. Got to go back with the stuff. Yep. Um, so he's obviously, uh, doing a great job with it and, uh, keeping consistent of just constantly working and, um, keeping the profile of always being a guy that's on the go. If you're always a guy on the go, then you're never one that people are worrying about. Cause it's not weird that you're on the go. I, I like that Danny mentioned that it was an old school idol, meaning that he didn't have to say dumb shit at a, at <laughs> A, a challenge yeah <laughs> old school meaning i don't need to humiliate myself with a line about cats eating flowers <laughs> or uh, uh collecting beads so this danny uh heist he i don't even know where the rest of his tribe was when he did this it showed on the other side yeah, they, I, I, it's probably some fake shit when they ha- they showed him locking up, like putting in the fake idol back in, and then uh, Claire and Matt Blankenship coming around the corner and uh, finding the the bag with the fake idol in it. It's probably some uh, editing trickery, if I were to guess. Yeah, because they looked at it and they're like, "Yep, looks the same." Yeah. <laughs> More on that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was kind of what was going on with that tribe. It's mainly this uh, showman's blossoming, uh, Claire being worried. And... Well, the one more thing happened with Claire as well. Oh. At the the challenge. Um, Hold on. I have a different set of notes on this part. Jeff says... um. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about them later. Um, Jeff says, um, is it when Claire says, I'm going to sit out uh, at the challenge, Jeff says, is that the tribe decision or your decision? And she says both. And then Jeff goes, huh. (laughs) Woody, what is going on? Yeah, I don't know what that that was. I didn't know what to make of that. It's not like like is I, it foreshadowing to something? But I thought they Jeff were gonna being... lose. I thought they were gonna lose based exactly. off of that moment. Based off of that moment, I was like, okay, I guess Claire's going home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but then <laughs> they didn't. That was really strange. The only oh. part that, that conflicted me from thinking that they were gonna lose was that we got almost. Next to nothing from Heidi and zero from Josh. Like, we have oh no God. idea what he's doing. Josh, I mean, he 
He and it, I thought he was also going to fuck up the challenge. It seemed like his tribe was going to lose as well. And I thought, okay, Josh is going home. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting nothing from him and he's going home. Uh, Josh is the one we probably seen the least of at this point. Oh, well, sure. big, yeah, yeah big probably guy. the least Josh. We got a couple confessionals out of him in the first uh, episode. But I mean, it makes me think that he's probably going to go deep in this game. I don't know. Or, or win. Or win. Yeah, if you get this little of someone, they're yeah, going to win. These days. Um, but um, speaking of the challenge, I did want to bring up before we move on from Matt Mayo's tribe from before. Uh, Matt wins the challenge for his team and then admits in front of everyone that he practiced that challenge in his backyard. Yeah. I thought that was a mistake. Yeah, I mean, he's he's playing fast and loose. That's yeah. the, that's his downfall. I'm pretty big on Matt, and I think he's really likable, so I don't know if it's going to matter. But Oh, and, I, well, I think all of that matters. And in today's Survivor, just, though. Today's Survivor, everybody's doing it. Doing what? Making these things, playing the games. Well, Carson replicas. is, but he's hiding it from everyone. That's It doesn't matter whether everyone's doing it or not. It's just whether people know about it because people can just sell that as a threat level. It's not even yeah. that, like, I don't know, fucking Brandon could have been uh, practicing in his backyard as well, but he's not going to tell people that. And then he can just go and say, well, Matt practices all the challenges. You know, that's a reason to vote him out. I didn't do that. Like, true, because people are going to look at Brandon as a as a big guy that they want to vote out. But he's like, well, I didn't practice the challenges. I don't know what these challenges are, but he could have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, The other thing was, too, that the uh, not only that, but he uh, played without his sling against doctor's orders. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He he uh, brought that up. I, w I went against doctor's orders. Uh, OK. All right, buddy, do what you want. This is a winner's edit. Guy's a fucking hero. Yeah. No, I I like him. He's 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 definitely fun. I don't I don't uh, slack him for that. I'm I'm jury's out on whether he's a mastermind. Yeah, he's not the most fun player because I think we need to get into the most fun player. Okay, so I I do maybe just before we move on, I do I know I do this a lot. Maybe we've talked everything about it, but Claire saying both and Jeff saying huh. What could be that foreshadowing? Just like an antagonistic relationship between Claire and Jeff? Is Claire going to make it all the way to the end without ever doing a challenge? Like in the in the pre-merge? Yeah. What but the interesting thing of it is too like Claire doesn't seem like the person you want to sit out either. She looks athletic? She looks athletic. Uh looks they have a good they have I mean they have a good challenge tribe, though. It's it's true, and I guess maybe you're saving her too. Maybe if she if she's like, oh, I'm I'm really athletic, I'm a top woman, and they're already winning. They're like, well, let's like reserve your strength for later. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't uh, be surprised though. Too, I think that Claire is clever. Maybe she, she I mean, she, like she took full advantage of sitting out last week by seating uh distrust in Lauren uh in in Matt um so maybe she she believes if she goes to the mat she can look for an advantage of some, some sort on the sit out bench oh yeah 
Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe she's looking at that. Maybe she's that, also. I mean, that, that's actually good foreshadowing. If we see her at the sit-out bench a lot, and then all of a sudden there's a sit-out bench advantage. Go maybe on. Sorry, she could be also lowering her threat level, not wanting to do challenges to yeah. make her seem like she's not good at them. Yeah. I, I again, this may just be Claire content, and they're showing us some Claire, so we. You know, as much Claire as we can get. And if she had a little fun little conversation with Jeff, you know whose fun little conversations with Jeff we saw a lot in season 41? Yeah, Erica. The winner. So I think... here's here's my, my tinfoil hat uh, Erica winner edit. Sorry, sorry, not Erica winner edit. Claire winner edit stuff going on. Well, too bad the Erica super fan's already gone. Why? Why? Who Who was the Erica super fan? Helen's whole preseason was talking about Erica. She oh, loved I Erica. Thought, I, thought, I thought you were talking about a listener. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's too bad our the, Erica super fan left us a one told star us review or something. Yeah, left us a one star review and said they're never listening again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's go to Carolyn's tribe, which is called Tika. No. Mm-hmm. They are Tika? Uh. God, I'm bad with it too. Hey, here's the thing too. Uh, I'll be seeing Erica next weekend. Oh, at the at Comic Con? At Toronto Comic Con. Nice. I'll be a I'll be uh uh there in uh cosplay as Thanos' fucking left pinky finger. Holy shit. Why don't you yeah. come as uh, Nick Nolte's character in Mandalorian? I'm gonna come as Nick Nolte's character in poker face. <laughs> um I I actually have a uh, uh, my only pop toy is Nick Nolte's character in uh, The Mandalorian. I just got a new pop toy um, for Toronto Comic Con. I got uh, Caesar from uh, War of the Planet of the Apes for Andy Circus to sign. Wow! Yeah, you maybe I'll ask, get Eric. You can ask him if he's. Uh, you can ask him if he's circus sized. <laughs> True. <laughs> If Erica signs it, then it's two survivors. Caesar survived that movie, and Erica's a survivor. Yeah. Well, That's say hi good. to Erica for us. Oh, I Maybe will. Merge Boot should go to fucking Comic-Con. Hello, Rico. We'll, we'll record a live one as we walk around. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> desperately try and find Erica. <laughs> um, okay, so we're getting to Carolyn's tribe. Mm-hmm. Which is which they were they I admit they were the most fun of anyone, but they were the tribe I least wanted to see go to tribal council tonight. Yeah, I I was uh I was nervous. Um mm-hmm. I like that tribe. I, I don't want to see Yam Yam go, I don't want to see Carolyn go. Um yes. and it was and it was getting scary for Carolyn until we saw that the weirdos united. Are you talking about the snake and her? Yeah, I thought that she was going to get medevac from that snake. It was funny they they it, the snake came up and it's not like they left it unresolved by going to a commercial break. They just cut to other idol coverage at the other tribe and then cut back to that tribe and it was right back where they left it. That's that's unorthodox. Yeah. That's true. Um so I was slightly confused by the snake editing, but whatever. Um but the snake, uh, being there, scared off the others. Mm-hmm. Also, Carolyn is like climbing in trees and digging holes and doing a lot of 
looking for this key. There's the, the main thing about Carolyn mm-hmm. that I can't even put my finger on what makes her exactly perfect, but it's a lot of the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of these reactions that she can't hold back, that she tries to hold back, and she can't. She just physically can't. Much like Nora in that way. But better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Carolyn is my dream player. Why do you say that? Because it's everything to me. What we saw in this episode is everything. I was howling during this episode. <laughs> I was laughing hard. When she... Okay. So she, she's looking for an idol and she says to us, um, primetime television, the it's finally paying off. The time I dug through my son's shit for three days after he swallowed his tooth. <laughs> I was not going to let my son's tooth fall out and not be able him be able to put it under the pillow. Um sweet and gross. I was disgusted by this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a very strange thing mm-hmm. to want your son to hide his tooth under his pillow so badly that you look through his shit. Hey, they're only a kid once. Um, I can't emphasize enough how strange I think this is. <laughs> I'm not a parent. And one of the things that um pushes me away from wanting to be a parent is having uh, to is dig through their shit for a tooth. Just shit in general. Right. Um, I don't want to have to wipe a bum. I don't want to have to change a diaper. I don't want to have to clean up shit from the toilet that that's not mine. Um, and uh, it's to be so desensitized to that that not only will you dig through your son's shit to find his own tooth, but then you'll admit to it and not see the disgusting nature of it. You'll admit to it. On primetime television? <laughs> it's I, Parenting can be a disease, I think. And God bless parents. But, my God. To lose your gag reflex that much. <laughs> and the fact that they cut to the sun with his tooth out? With the missing <laughs> tooth? Humiliating. What if that, that was son? you? Huh? What if that was you? What if I, it was your mom talking? I about would it? I would go to school and ask to be bullied. <laughs> I'd put my hands out like someone going to the cops with their hands out uh, together, like cuff me. Like I would go to the fucking bullies and be like, "Yeah, have at me. Give me a wedgie. I deserve it." <laughs> I, I. Imagine he kept, and then he, he like, liked that his mother went through his shit, so he, like, started swallowing all his teeth. I, I don't think that was. <laughs> and that prepared her for finding an idol? Yeah. Or I should say a key. That she's perseverant. Ugh. That showed she's perseverant and detail-oriented. She did so, not give up. I mean, okay, so. We we see some like some unprecedented stuff in tonight's episode, right? We don't usually see 
breakup content, right? With Matt Blank and Ship. We mm-hmm. saw some like breakup from before the island, right? There's not a lot of breakup content, especially. Should have showed modern. a picture of his ex girlfriend. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so funny. Um <laughs> but this year they're not giving us these schmaltzy backstories, or at least they haven't so far. They they're giving us some like pictures of like Carson at home. They're doing a lot of that, like Carson before he got jacked and Carson 3D printing because he's fucking rich apparently. Um you can do it for free at the library, right? Is that where he was? I don't know. Maybe he's rich. <laughs> See, I think he's just just rich. Isn't um, he going to school for like rocket science? They probably have like a thing there. But then again, if you're going to school for that, you probably have money too. Yeah. Um so yeah, so he's yeah, if you're going to school for rocket science, I don't I mean, maybe he got a scholarship, but I don't know. So, but this year the flashbacks aren't talking about how Noel lost her leg or Cody lost his friend or NECA is a part of like a um a fundraising thing back at home. No, it's about digging through your son's shit <laughs> to find a tooth that he swallowed. Well, it's only going to things that are actually relevant to the game. Is that what they said? Is that what Jeff talked about on his podcast? I haven't listened to his podcast yet, and I, I'm sorry, Jeff. I know you're listening to this one. I know, yeah. He's a big listener. He's he's Erica fan that left the podcast, left us a one star review. He's called he, he's called yeah. Erica Erica fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this tribe uh, this tribe's interesting. I another person, I. I don't know if I gave Carson my apologies as well, but Carson, my God, what a standout in this. Oh, um, yeah, he 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 had a good look this episode. He was the swing vote. We'll see if this pans out for him. I mean, I think the big reason he probably went with Helen, I, I, I think we might be skipping ahead here, but is because Sarah didn't have her vote. Well... Did you and, s- and so if if Yam Yam was going to vote Helen, then what's the point of Carson voting for? Well, Sarah for left Carolyn? it quiet though. Sarah wasn't telling anybody. Well, he probably knew. Maybe he did. I mean, I thought that at one point I was like, "Oh, Carson might be betraying them, and it's going to be a tie because he doesn't know that Sarah doesn't ever vote." Okay, I, for whatever reason, I assumed that he knew. No, Sarah, Sarah said that she was keeping it quiet, that she just wanted oh, to make she? sure that she was in a group that. of four. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Um Wow, I'll... so so Carson just fully blindsided those girls, the young girls. Yeah. And decided to go with the Yam, Yam and Carolyn. Well I think he... I th- I think it it's probably also maybe he feels like he can control that vote better. I mean, I, I, I don't want to, like, oversell Carson. Carson does seem strategic to me, but I do need to remember that he's, like, 20. Yeah, so the Carson broke it down in a really fun way this episode that those two groups that he was in between are the the split versions of his personality. He, yes. He's zany like the other two, and yeah. um, he's more, like, calm, cool, collected, 
uh, like Helen and Sarah as well. So mm -hmm. he had to choose which side of himself he was going to embrace, which is the ultimate movie dilemma. And it was very fun. And I'm yeah, glad I that love he chose the Zayn side. chaos is great. Yeah. yeah. Always choose chaos. So he, him, Yam Yam and... Carolyn is is an ultimate trio, in my opinion. I do have a tweet here from uh, Carson that I don't know if you saw. Uh, no, I wasn't really looking at Twitter tonight. So he tweeted out uh, former Survivor players posting hateful and insulting messages about current castaways is so disgusting. It's one thing to disagree or dislike. And then uh, who commented on it? But Randy. And he said, you're too young for this game. Your glasses look stupid. I hope you get medically evacuated. And uh, Carson uh, did a heart face and said, thanks, Randy. Ha <laughs> ha. Was what was Carson referring referencing? Who was being mean? I don't know. I uh, must have been uh, Gavin Whitson. Yeah, probably Gavin or <laughs> Julie. Yes, Julie. It was just the season of Edge of Extinction. It was uh, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was probably Russell. It's always Russell. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he tweets a picture of, of the Titanic sinking and Carson drowning. <laughs> um, Yeah, okay. So, uh, but let's go back to Carolyn's idol hunt. Yeah. So she finds the key and uh, wants to go and open the cage. First, she does it and she gets away scot free, but then leaves it, which I found, which I laughed really hard at. Um, well, the fact that she left it there. When she actually really finds the idol, though, she lets out a screaming sound and falls over over there. And then mm -hmm. when she's doing her confessional, she's screaming about it and so excited. And I'm like, someone's going to hear you, Carolyn. Mm -hmm. Well, they probably it's probably par for the course with her. I mean, they they even bring it up at the tribal council that she's just like crying over uh, papayas. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. She left it. She left the, the thing empty. So she sprints back. I don't think she quite understands the concept of a fake idol. So she just leaves the empty bag in the... I don't think she had time page. to read it. Well, but you can you can still read it. I mean... Well, no, she, she put the whole... Because when she takes the bag out of the cage, she just immediately stuffs it into her pants... And then runs away. So do you think she left the instructions in the bag? She might have. I think she did. Oh, dear God. Because when she did her confessional showing the idols, she mixed them up. She said, uh, these are just some beads and this is the immunity idol medallion. Yeah. If I mean, I want to say she didn't that even say we, it was we, fake, but we could. Here's my thought. That because we were texting about this when this was happening on whether she mixed them up or not. Maybe it's different. Maybe the way Survivor had it be um, so that they could like cross tribal lines, they could do the fake idol thing is like in some bags, the medallion was the idol, and some bag, the beads were the idol. 
I don't know because Brandon's was that, and so was Danny's. So Brandon's was the the medallion was the fake medallion. as well. Okay. So both of them, I think it was intentionally showing us. Now, what she does with that fake idol or the one that she thinks is fake, I don't know. Maybe she holds on to both and it doesn't matter. But maybe she gives one away thinking she's doing a trick and she's giving a real idol. Yeah, fuck. That would be a heartbreaker. I, the, the best. But that's, that's what like. Carolyn is who Ellie and Janine thought uh, Gabler was last season. <laughs> so. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're also underestimating her too, right? So, Oh, yeah. At the same time, they are gabling her. Yeah. But when she, because I don't want to get to that yet either. Like when she takes that bag, stuffs in her pants, runs away, lays down. And mm-hmm. then you just see her eyes go wide open and she realizes that she didn't put anything in its place and there's an emptiness there. And she was the only one that didn't go with them. It was really funny. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. So she ends up getting it back in there. And then when they come back, they underestimate her so much that they're like, something's wrong here. And it's one of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they turned on each other, which may, I mean, I'm just realizing now, maybe that's what made Carson want to go for, because we we see, okay, so everyone uh, thinks it's each other and nobody thinks it's Carolyn. Mm-hmm. They even bring Carolyn to the, to the uh, cage and show her that they think it's missing. And Carson is not judging her. On whether she's lying or not, because he just assumes that it wasn't her. Um, but it 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 it's almost this Agatha Christie things happened, like, and then there are none where they none of them know which one is the murderer. You know, yeah, but like, none of them are. But, but yeah, Carson did say that Helen was the one based off of his yes. deduction. Yes, that was hiding something. Wow, and that and he ends up voting out Helen. Yeah. Yam Yam said that Sarah was up to something. And Sarah thought it was Yam Yam. And Sarah thought it was Yam Yam. Um, so that's how that went. I we don't know what it was, Helen it was thought, a fun but it scene. doesn't matter. It was a fun scene. We we hear uh it was it was funny hearing Carson talk about um how, why he didn't think it was Syria and why he didn't think it was Jam Jam. Um, Syria, that's my favorite. Or when Syria's going over there, you know? Um, uh, but uh, but then it's funny because we know that it's not Helen, but then he goes, but Helen's crossing her arms. That means she's lying. And we're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and everybody's like, I can't wait to see a Carolyn's reaction when she finds out that this idol's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they just do not. I was like, how is she getting away scot-free here? She was the only one still there. It's funny. I mean, who, I mean, they have to think, like, who among us is dumb enough to leave the bag open like that? <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> they must know that none of them are actually that dumb. <laughs> actually that like flippant. Well, they don't know that there's a fake in there, right? They don't know any of that stuff. So like it's set up to make it so you can get away yeah. scot free, but yeah. they don't know that. Oh man, it's funny, eh? Fuck. It it's amazing. And just the facial expressions of Carolyn in these in the in the moment and in her confessionals and it's it's just it's perfect so when at this point we just seen carolyn on her own and at the start of the episode she was also saying i don't vibe with any of these people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't get along with them and everything and you're like wow she's on the outside but then after the challenge when they lose yeah, we find out that uh, her and Yam Yam are close. So much so that it's not a one-sided thing. Yam Yam actually uh, is a Carolyn fan. Yeah, she, he I guess loves. everybody else is saying Jam Jam, so we can start saying Jam Jam. Jam Jam. So yeah. Jam Jam, he loves Carolyn. And his reaction to Carolyn of like laughing at her stuff and her like falling over... It reminds me, I, I watch a lot of Drag Race as well. And when there's ex- eccentric characters, mm-hmm. there's like usually an older drag queen that takes them under their wing and like this and loves them. And the energy that Jam Jam is having towards Carolyn is exactly that. Funny. Um, I And I love it. I love how entertained jam jam is by her and how much he loves her and getting that Carson in there too. And him just embracing both of them. That is a funny trio. It's so good. When, when Carson tells him, first of all, when Carson is telling them that he's, he's going to work with them. I was sure he was lying. Um, which he wasn't obviously, but then, uh, Carolyn falling on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to, to find out that 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 Carson's going to work with them. Um so I guess we can circle back and talk about the challenge quickly before we get to the, the tribal council and all the strategy and stuff. It's like a some sort of obstacle course didn't make too much of an impact on me and then we get to the snake challenge which is used so much that Matt is able to uh duplicated in his backyard <laughs> yeah and uh and josh's only moment of the episode is succeeding in that and that's why josh is my pop of the week all right are we uh, <laughs> closing it out <laughs> what else happened in that challenge there was something where they lifted the bridge to get over the one big obstacle yeah and then they pulled the rope on the other bridge and the person had to jump off and pull a lever to lock in the bridge yeah, it was fun enough. I, I think I was. I think my food had just come, and I was more focused on my burrito than I was on that challenge. Well, nothing was uh, really jumping out at me. Yeah, it um, it was a challenge that uh, happened. It definitely happened. Um, yeah, and it didn't give us uh, too much more information other than the weird Claire moment, but nothing 
with this tribe. So I think we can just go to tribal council because there was nothing really in well, that. The one thing was that um, they all hugged when they lost, which was nice to see. Well, and I, I and and that's when I was like disappointed that that tribe was going. I was I was at first I was like, oh, we just saw a lot of Carolyn, and she's just not even going to play her idol. She's going to get voted out with an idol in her pocket. I was I was disappointed. I was sure that was happening. But luckily for us, luckily for us, that's not what happened. I was and at tribal council, even though I was starting to be like, OK, is is Carolyn? I don't think it was as predictable. And I also no, I, I it, knew that by, by the time uh, tribal council went around, I knew it was going to be Helen because I don't know. It just seemed like the obvious vote for for Carson. And like, I don't know the way the editing was going. There would have been more of an emphasis on Carolyn's idol, I think, if Carolyn was really. But Carolyn grabs. almost reached in her pocket when they asked for the idol. She was getting nervous. Mm, you think it was? Well, she got nervous with what Carson was saying, right? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> she starts to cry. Yeah, yeah, and then and none of them are surprised. Uh, yeah, and Jim Jim said that's why we love her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Carolyn uh, during the vote was also really overwhelmed with all those chess pieces. Oh yeah, I wonder if that's gonna come back. Yeah, why does there have to be so many? Why not just have one? Um, it's a full board. <laughs> like, what's going on? And just the reaction after with like Carolyn and uh, Jam Jam as they're walking away and like kind of like doing their celebration and like comforting each other. Oh, God, it's so good. I just yeah. love and poor it's... Sarah is like, can anyone want to welcome me to the bottom? <laughs> yeah. Well, she can uh, be friends with Kane. Yeah, maybe. Are we going to get a swap? Do you think? Probably not. Um, no, I guess not. I would love to see a swap. Seriously. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty nice, but I also don't want to see Carolyn uh, Carson and Jam Jam break up. Like you, you want, you want to see that one to its full fruition, eh? Yeah, yeah I got to see them. They are a funny trio for sure. I got to see them out. Yeah. So... Yeah, what uh yeah, by the time but let's we talk about Helen. I mean, we don't get much Helen content. No, we didn't get much from her this episode either, really. Yeah. We see her and Carson and Sarah as a decoy alliance for us. Mm -hmm. They try and make us think that that's going to be a power trio. They came together last week. That's a boring trio, let's be honest. It's, I mean, it would be, it would make sense. They're the youngest people on the tribe. I don't think we would have predicted the trio that got together. Well, no, that's why it's better. This, I think Carson, Carson can probably still work with Sarah, though, if Sarah's smart. Yeah, I guess Sarah's not that exciting, though. I like Sarah. Yeah, she's okay. She's my crush. Well, I don't know why. Because she doesn't, she's not doing anything. She has an well, overpowered advantage. She's week. a little bit dull so far. I don't think she's been dull. I think she's been fine. 
fine. Fun? Yeah, fine is right. We didn't see much of her content because they're telling the Carolyn story. That's the only story we want to see. She's not Carolyn. I don't have a crush on Carolyn. Carolyn's my favorite player of all time. Of all time. I think what she's about... beating Coach. Better than Coach? Better than Burton? Better than... I don't know. Burton's tough. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. You can't can't beat Burton. Burton's a spicy character. We gotta get Burton on the pod. Oh my god. Can you imagine? The Burton cast. We rebrand, yeah. We would have to. <laughs> People would think it was a term Tim Burton cast. <laughs> get a lot of skeletons in here. <laughs> um oh. I get. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. I think there was a lot of idol content, a lot of Carolyn content, and in this episode, we didn't see a lot of the vote. Like, I still don't quite understand why Carson went with that side. Like, other than it was two sides of his personality, we didn't see the strategy there. Yeah, I guess. Um, and and it might be like next week where we get more of it at the end as well, where we get his explanation. I think that he showed that he was in between the two. Um, so we don't know exactly why. I think why. he would definitely like be seen as the leader. He would probably be more of a decision maker on in the the trio he went with. I I think so too. One of the other things, uh, there was another line with that that Jam Jam did uh, around the start of the episode as well when they were like was just sitting around the cage. And he was like, let's just look for the idol. I just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just that's, a, that's a good attitude. Yeah. Um, I love that. And here's the thing. I mean, this is probably not going to happen to that tribe. They're not going to get decimated. But it's good. Like, Ricard and Shan, like, they got, they they worked together and got out the kind of the more eccentric people, right? Yeah. Um, maybe it's good for Carson to have a Sarah, and then they he can like vote out Carolyn and Jam Jam if need be. But uh, I don't know, like because it's it's mm, I'm just like trying to think if if they voted out Carolyn, Carson would be with. Helen, Sarah, and maybe they have a Syria, and maybe they have a good relationship. So he's at the bottom of that trio, and because he just blindsided Yam Yam, uh, that doesn't seem Yam like a very Yam good doesn't position. Want, doesn't want to work with him. Yeah, he's probably better off with the way he went, but we shall see. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's better off no matter what. I I think that. Um... What do you mean? Whatever decision he made. I well no I think he's or just with the no decision. matter what happens now I think that was the right decision. I, see. I mean a lot can happen along the way especially but... for you because you like Carolyn. Especially. And I do too. Mhm. That's right. Um yeah, so she's the more entertaining character. That's who I want to see. I think Jam Jam's very entertaining as well. I'm excited to see what happens next week. I'm really liking this cast, honestly. I'm uh there's a lot of people I'm excited about seeing when it gets over to uh, their tribe. And I think that a lot of the more uh, boring people are getting voted out. 
I, I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I, I feel bad calling Helen Bourne because we just didn't get enough of her. You know, like I don't. Yeah, I think she's she could have. She seemed if, a little bit too, um, just like kind of straight laced, like, you know, just playing the game. She was playing the game, though. I don't know. We, we know what our podcast is, Joel. We like eccentric people, okay? And Helen was not that. Okay. I mean, right? it's okay no, I mean, for us sure, to think we that. like That's... eccentric people, but I don't think just because someone's not eccentric doesn't mean they're not they're a dud. <laughs> well, in this case, she might be. I mean, in comparison, I I wouldn't. I mean, I'm 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 all on board for Carolyn, but I don't need the Carolyn show every week. I do. Okay, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to see it. If it becomes that, it'll just become that. <laughs> <laughs> if she survives this vote, I think she's making it to final three. Yeah, she's oh, she's going all the way. You think she's winning? Well, I'm pretty high on Matthew. I'm I'm still high on Josh. I don't know why. We haven't seen anything. Yeah, I'm high on Claire. We haven't seen too much of Claire, but Yeah, there's there's quite a few. Um it's gonna be interesting this merge. I think that uh I'm high on Carson, to be honest. I think yeah. Carson Carson is one of the good younger. I'm I don't usually trust younger players, but I just I like the way he talks about the game. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on board with you there too. I I like Carson. I'm I uh, I had a little bit of faith in Carson, and he was one of those players. I mean, it's the same as uh, last year, where you know we thought you're either out the first episode or you're going to make it pretty deep, and I think that he might make it pretty deep at this point. I think that we've saw enough of his archetype, not that he's not different than that archetype or anything like that, mm -hmm. but we've seen enough of that what, archetype. What would you call his archetype? Young guy or nerd? I would say like young nerdy guy, you know, like um, more along the lines of uh, Cochrane. Yeah, he is different than Cochrane, though. He is different, of course, but that's the archetype, right? It doesn't have to exactly fit that it's mold. It's funny, Carson... Him. Carson is in a, a few different archetypes, I think. He is in that well, he's archetype, in, but after... he's also could be in that JD, Sammy, uh, um, you know, Will archetype. Um, okay. Young guy archetype. Matt, what's, but he's also the Matt, what, Matt from fucking, is that his name? From Ghost Island? The young Jack guy? Right. I don't know. Like he could be a like a Xander as well. Well, since he gained that muscle mass, he's kind of exactly. a Jonathan now. I don't know if he's quite a Jonathan, <laughs> but he is a bit of a Xander. He's a bit of a what's that guy? It's Michael. Michael from Ghost Island. Mm. I just can't remember his last name. Uh, yeah, he's like those guys a bit too. So, 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 but and I think he could use all of those to his advantage, and it also could all be a deterrent. People are just. There's only 26 days out there, and they're just gonna see what they see. Yeah, I I think it's interesting how uh, this is all unfolding, and I'm excited to uh, see what the other tribes do, what the Green Tribe does. It seems like it's gonna be pretty focused on that showmance, um, but yeah, they just can't help themselves. They can't. They can't. They're like they're nerd magnets. They said nerd magnets, kind of like uh, us. Yeah, we just can't be separated the two of us mm -hmm. we're like shoulder to shoulder 
That's why we're going as uh, Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon to Toronto Comic Con. Yes, we're stuck on Ewing it. Maybe <laughs> it's going to be Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Perfect. Actually, maybe Erica should be Rosario Dawson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> have you communicated with Erica? Did you tell her that you're going to be at Comic Con? I I have not. I don't have the direct line like you do. You two are pretty tight, you know. You don't follow her? Does she? She must follow you, no? No, she doesn't. She only follows you. She uh, doesn't care for me. <laughs> but didn't you guys do improv together at the party? Yeah, I know, and she didn't like my set. <laughs> I guess not. You should try and get her on the Spooked podcast. Well, I'll talk to her. I'll, we'll be hanging out at Toronto Comic Con, so I'm excited. And and for all of you um, listening as well, we'll be I'll be performing at Toronto Comic Con on uh, March 19th. But check it out, March uh, 17th to 19th. Um, Erica's gonna be there. Um, quite a few contestants from Canada's Drag Race. Uh, I'll be performing my other podcast live there. Um, it's uh, going to be a fun time. So come on out. Andy Circus is going to be there. And uh, so is uh, Carl Urban. So uh, Carl Urban, if you want to hang out with Carl Urban and I, he seems like famous as fuck. Hey, can you get my uh, Venom 2 DVD signed by Andy Circus? Sure. You want it signed? Yeah, I love Venom 2. I probably will have to pay for it, though. Yeah. Wait, I ha- I already have it on Blu-ray. No, I'll have to pay for his autograph. Uh, aren't you paying for the pop toy autograph? Yeah, but I don't think he'll do multiple. Oh, I see. I How much know. would an extra autograph be? Probably like a hundred bucks, Andy Circus. Jesus Christ, he's a big are deal. You, are you? Is that what you're gonna pay for to get him to sign your pop toy? Yeah, probably. Maybe maybe I'll get him to do. Maybe I'll use my connections. You know. Oh, can you? I don't know. Probably not. We'll see what happens. And by the way, I want deal. to go backwards and tell you that it. I don't have it on uh, DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. Mm. Well, he directed it, so he'd yeah. probably prefer you having it on Blu-ray. It's a really good movie. I'll slide it under and I'll be like, can you sign this too? <laughs> under the pop toy? Yeah. Can you just sign a, this you know those... You, they should have those things, you know, uh, like... Small businesses use them where they have like the a sheet and then you write on the sheet and you sign the sheet and you, you tear off a thin piece of paper and you have a copy of your own and a copy for the customer. Oh, yeah. But for autographs? For autographs. But one of the layers is a pop toy and one of them is a Blu-ray. Mm, yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, <laughs> I can get your Morbius signed by Jared Leto. He's not going to be there, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> I don't have Morbius on Blu-ray. I didn't actually like that movie. I just like it better than a lot of the MCU crap. Well, I mean, we're drastically going off track now, um, but we do need to give our pop of the week and prediction for next week. Pretty easy pop of the week, I would say. Yeah, uh, Josh. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Carolyn uh, popped. I'd be interested to see the confessional count on that this week. Yeah, it's going to be huge. I will say for... Any are the few people that like fantasy as well. Um, Brandon last week had a record amount of points for the first episode. He had like 44 points or something stupid like that. It was insane. Yeah, I was surprised by that. It's probably just because a it was a van. He found an advantage. He played it. He played it. 
ton of confessionals. Voice. He got confessionals. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It was, and they won a reward, I think, at the start. Right. Yeah. It, it was just everything. Like Brandon, I've never seen anything like that. Um, but, uh, the, but I also don't really give a shit. No, I, I, I did preface with the people that do care about fantasy. So right. our pop of the week is Carolyn. Both of us, we're not going to disagree on that. That's just how it is. Jam Jam was also fantastic. Um, now he didn't, he didn't, he's not to me. Jam Jam isn't like actually standing out as like his own character quite yet. Like Carson and Carolyn have. I feel like I get him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I get Jam Jam. Okay. Um, I like him. I like him, no doubt. But I just feel like maybe he's not doing enough decision making that I'm really. I mean, going with Carolyn instead of the the other three was the right decision for him for sure because he was. I don't know. Maybe he recognized that they were three. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's do predictions for next week. Yeah. Oh God, this is gonna be tough. Um, predictions for next week. Let's say um, shit. I'm gonna say Heidi. Why not? Okay. Okay, Heidi. I'm gonna go with Brandon. Brandon. Wow. That's a I don't big know. One. Maybe Kane finds an idol. Kane finds an idol. Gets Brandon out. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, uh, we'll have to see next week. I think um, we don't have a lot of information to go off of uh, based off of that next time on, other than Kane's fighting everyone with a sword. The next time moms have been very, uh, from last weekend, this week, they're, they're been both uh, just very, like, scattershot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It'll kind be interesting. Like a, a I like fan, what they're a fan cam. I like what they're doing with these edits. I like I like how they're uh, doing it. I like the fast confessionals. We're getting more confessionals of different people too. I feel like we're getting little bits of everybody, especially in the beginnings of each episode. I I, I noticed yeah. that this episode too. At the beginning of the episode, there was a lot of different perspectives going on. I saw. I've heard from a lot of people. Yeah. So I I really enjoy that. Um, but, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we have all of the links in our description. Uh, so uh, rate review, subscribe, follow us on social media. If you have any questions, feel free to oh, ask. We didn't take an ad break. That's okay. Hey, we're at the end of the episode now. You want to take an ad break now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're at the end of it. Well, I want to go into the other room and grab my phone so I can look if anyone messaged us. Well, can we check next week? I just feel like people will be pissed off. Oh, Mimi just brought my phone. <laughs> How's Big Brother Thanks, Canada, man. Mimi? Good. That's she a thumbs, gave a thumbs up. up. All right, let's check the Instagram match. <laughs> Probably no <laughs> one. Ad break the last five minutes of the episode. Um, did somebody comment on a fucking post? Um, maybe. Yes. Kane equals Patrick Erickson says Kane equals only person from Ratu not targeted. Uh, in brackets, Maddie said Jamie and Matthew were car were targets at one point in exit inter- interview. Yes. That is well, true. Now Kane is a target. Kane seems to be the target. Numero this- uno. Yes, but I don't. 
you know how editing works i don't know that it's gonna last i think he he's he could get saved by a swap let's say but he could also get saved by an idol and or he could just you know get saved by time mm-hmm I'd be interested to know uh, who everyone's winner picks are. I know that we had a, a whole Instagram thing this week. A lot of different names popping up. I wonder how uh, that A lot changes. of the same names. Actually, VMM was very popular on that poll. Yeah. Well, I mean, he should be. No, no, for sure. I'm not saying he, but he was. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any Helens? There was no. Do you, do you want me to go through them? No, I I saw them. It was a lot of uh, jam jam. I saw quite a few Matthews in there. There was uh two Matthews maybe. Kane. Uh, there was a Kane, there was a Carolyn. Um uh but yeah, there was one Matt and I wasn't sure. That was actually Mimi. I didn't confirm. Mimi, was your winner pick uh Matt Mail or Matt uh Blankenship? Oh, Blankenship. Oh, interesting. The the showman survives. Yeah. This is going to be a whole Robin Amber situation. Again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. And and Franny is the unlikable one that they 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 don't vote for out of spite. <laughs> well, on that note, let us know what you think, everybody. And so long. So long. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 